Dish from Waitrose is an SE Creative Studio production. Fizz Beyond Carbonated Water. Introducing the Infizz Fusion by Sage. Carbonate a refreshing strawberry wine cooler or a homemade lemonade like never before. Infizz. And release. Infizz your flavour. Sage, the Infizz Fusion Carbonator, available in a range of Lux colours, exclusively at John Lewis. Our podcast might contain the occasional mild swear word or adult theme. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Dish from Waitrose. I'm Nick Grimshaw and oh my god, look, Angela Hartner. <laughs> Hello, Nicholas. Um, Angela, what do we do every week on this podcast? Well, every week we have a famous face come round. I do some cooking, you do a bit of chatting, we have a drink, mm-hmm. we have fun. Mainly though, we make a fantastic meal, a meal you can try yourself at waitrose.com slash dish recipes. Dish recipes. Dish recipes. I know this is a podcast, but this looks yes. very chefy today. What we've got going on here is a round wooden chopping board with some freshly made pasta covered in flour. Now, if I went to your house, Angela, this is what I'd expect all your sides to look like. <laughs> like, I'm just a chef. <laughs> My friend came over recently for lunch and we did have fresh pasta. Yeah. She says, this is what I expect when I come yeah, to your house. Yeah, that's what I expect. I'd be very disappointed. I yeah. said, just said, do you think I've got time to be doing this all day? What are we having today for Paul? We're going to have fresh pappadelli with broad beans and crab. Mmm, I love that. Nice and summery, bit of basil in there, tarragon, dill, fresh lemon. Yeah, all not loads of ingredients, but just great ingredients. Just good ones. Yeah. And it also smells very herby. Very herby. Very herby. Are you going to have herbs in your garden? I do really want a herb garden. Like, that's what I've really envisioned. I always buy them from the supermarket. You know, you can buy the pots. Yeah. And then always never have a pot so they always look a bit horrible in them <laughs> yeah, plastic yeah, things yeah. on your shelf and then they always die because i don't water them no of i'm course, like why have they yeah. died yeah. you've neglected them so no, you have fresh some. ones outside yeah have them yeah and you can get some hardy ones that will last all year yeah like what like lovage will sage will marjoram those mm. sort of ones parsley yeah then just trim herbs when yeah. you're cooking up. Did I ever tell you about the lemon in Ibiza? No. So when we went in Ibiza, there was all lemon trees in mm. our garden. Yeah. And I was making lunch one day. Yeah. So I went out and pulled a lemon from the tree. Yeah. And Misha went, what are you doing? I said, <laughs> getting a lemon. He went, what for? I said, for the salad. He went, no, no, no I don't want one there. I want a fresh one. <laughs> I said, I that is fresh. He went, no, but from a shop. <laughs> no! I went, that is fresh. And he was like, anything could have gone in that. I said, what do you mean? He's like, a caterpillar, <laughs> anything, ants. And I went, yeah, but that could happen at the shop. He's yeah. like, no, I want a shop one. And he thought it was... Seriously, ma- he would not eat it. He did eat it, yeah, but okay. I had to talk him into it. And they had all fresh herbs. And he was like, no, because there's cats out here. They could be weeing on them. I was like, yeah, but that could happen anywhere. But if you know when fresh, you go to one, one of your trendy East London restaurants and they're saying they forage, just reminding where they foraged in East London. Oh, yeah, it's like Dirty Park. <laughs> where all our dogs are going. Yeah. So, yeah, he won't want that. He said our neighbour as well. He said he was chatting to our neighbour over the fence. He went, hey, I saw him just pull a berry off a bush and eat it. I went, yeah, that's where they're from. He was like, don't know about that. <laughs> 
this week we have a record-breaking comedian who has sold out more shows than Angela has cooked hot dinners. Really? You think we so? might have to fact check that, to be fair. <laughs> uh, he knows a thing or two about dealing with hecklers, so he should be at home with our brutal crew. Uh, and like most of us, balances staying fit and healthy by just enjoying massive bags of crisps. Yeah. And he's a man after our own heart. It is the wonderful Paul Chowdhury, everybody. <laughs> How are you? Thanks well, for coming. Uh, big fans of yours. How oh, are you? Fab. Thanks for coming to see us. Hi, Paul. Friend. Welcome to Hello. our kitchen. Bought you a present? <gasps> no! We love a present. Oh my god. Oh, and what is this? I made it look more expensive. Yeah, yeah. Oh, meter. This is Yeah, this is kata meta, which is uh, it, this, in Hindi, that's kata meta. Uh -huh. Kata is bitter and Meta is sweet. <gasps> right. Proud to be the number one Indian snack brand. Thank you, look. Okay. I've got the, yeah. Are you talking about that? Let's do it. Uh, well, both of you. Thanks a lot. Let's have some. Angela, why do we have crisps in a bowl? I don't normally see crisps in a bowl. Well, there. I'm a big fan of crisps. You, you are. are. But we most are. importantly, our guest Paul is. This is your after show snack, isn't it? Yeah. You've done your research. Done my research. Man likes crisps. Man likes crisps um, when I'm up and down the motorway on tour. Yeah. Unfortunately, the service stations haven't really caught up with the uh, modern palette. And no, uh, you still get true. gangsters, pies yeah. and crisps. Uh, obviously, I don't want a product place there. There are many other pies There available. are many other pies mm -hmm. yeah. for lorry drivers. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, and, and the you normally go through like one of the big industrial yeah, size yeah. crisps. Mm -hmm. And that's my, pretty much my diet on tour. Do you try and like find the healthy stuff at a service station. Cause I tried to do that the other week when I drove to Manchester, impossible. There's nothing healthy in a service station. No, I tried to just do like tapas. Yeah. <laughs> so like get some ham Yeah. and get some olives, but it's really hard to eat no. tapas when you're driving. Yeah. <laughs> Sitting there threading your cocktail yeah, stick with yeah. a little bit of an olive. Pass the Parmesan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, these are Chris to remind yeah. you of- Touring life. Yeah, of touring life. And then tell life. us about the snack you bought us. Yeah, yeah I bought this kata uh, meta. It's a real Pass family favorite. Yeah. Let's try I mean, some. it sounds win-win to me. You go yeah. first, Angela. Lovely. I'm gonna go for like and a, let it settle let in it your settle. palate for yeah, a while. Yeah, yeah, give, give like, it move it time. around like a good wine. Yeah, so <laughs> yeah gargle it. <laughs> oh my god, yeah, so into that. You like How's it? Mm -hmm. It's so good. Let's just sack off your meal and yeah. have this. <laughs> have this one. Mm. Would you like it's some? Good. We're sitting there munching right away. Down. You're no. alright. You don't want that after we've put all our fingers in it. It's always a funny time when to eat your tea. So when do you yeah, eat before you have a show? Do you eat before or after? What's the, what well, do you do? Well, stage time is like eight o'clock, so I've got to eat at like seven, half seven. But then you do get hungry after you've done two hours on stage. Mm -hmm. And then you don't sleep till like three in the morning. Mm -hmm. yeah. So that's the difficult part is um, trying to keep a physique like... Mm -hmm. yeah. And you, have. Yeah, you too. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. you have an eight pack, I've heard. Thanks a lot. Yeah. <laughs> I've never even heard of an eight pack till today. Yeah, they're well, better than a six. The six, and you've got the, the bottom two are the hardest ones to get. Oh, yeah. Oh, right, well done. So, how'd you get that? That's... Crisps at service stations. Kata <laughs> meta. Yeah. <laughs> so, if I just eat this bowl, I'll get an eight pack. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. That's You'll get one. a one pack on top of an eight pack. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, it'll happen. But do you have to try and like really work for that, or are you one of them people that just accidentally has it? Well, you know, I'm a, a mature man now, so I go for high protein mm -hmm. yeah. and good carbs. Yeah. Okay, what do you think is a good carb? Like vegetables, yeah. cauliflower, rice. You can find replacements for yeah. starchy foods. Starch, yeah. which 
enters the body and then turns into sugar, which then turns into fat. People don't eat white bread, so I go for rye instead. So yeah. you can find replacements for certain things yeah. and, uh, and high protein intake. When you have cravings, just drink more tea and water and stuff. Oh, yeah, I always try that. It never works for me. <laughs> you know, when you're like, I'm starving and your mum says, have a mm. glass of water. Yeah. I'm like, shut up. <laughs> so it says here, we have this quote from you, which we love in a recent interview. I'm the worst person to have at a party because I don't drink, smoke or do drugs. So they're expecting a rock and roll star to turn mm. up and they end up hanging out with the librarian who actually doesn't read much. <laughs> um, so welcome to our party. I didn't bring drugs or alcohol, unfortunately, which no, doesn't I... suit the to the profession, really. Mm. You know, and entertainers if yeah. back in the 70s and 80s, you know, this table would have been very different. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I am concerned that you have mentioned starch, and today we are going to have oh pasta. Oh, God, yeah. Oh, is it white starch? It's yeah. white yeah, pasta. White yeah, white starch. Yeah. It's white pasta. Yeah. So that's the one that does turn into fat. Yeah. Is it instant? It does, yeah. <laughs> okay. It stores on your, wow. on the lower Would you like abs. just the garnish and none just of the, the pasta? Just the garnish and take okay. the pasta right. out. Wow. <laughs> just the sauce. Just the sauce. Just the sauce. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> In a smoothie. <laughs> but don't you think homemade stuff when something's made from hand, yeah. it's got to be all right for it's you. It's got to be. Right? Is it? Yeah! <laughs> I feel like pasta yeah. made by an Italian person. Yeah. That can't be bad for you. It won't be bad for you. No. We'll run around the garden yeah. a bit. You'll be all right. Eggs are good for you. Eggs are protein. good yeah. for you, yeah. That's a good and Flour, famously. Yeah. And flour. Yeah, famously. drops off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Right, so I'm going to go and make that lovely okay. pasta for you. Do you want Paul. a hand? No, no, you carry on. Okay. You chat amongst yourselves. We'll chat amongst ourselves. Um, do you ever have a Michelin star meal? Are you someone that seeks out like a nice restaurant yeah. for a treat? Yeah, I know that other guy that does that celebrity dates. Fred Sirix. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah so he's got a restaurant with um, Gordon Ramsay mm -hmm. in town. And I did his podcast once and he invited me to his restaurant. Uh, but I've never been yet. <laughs> Never went. No, I never went. Never but, took him up on it. Yeah. But I also like the more local restaurants mm. where you get the real authentic. Now it's all become these tapas type dishes. So you go to an Indian restaurant, like tapas type food. Yeah. Whereas in the traditional places, it's just dumped on a plate. It's just a <laughs> dollop of food. and But you get the real tastes and flavors. Uh -huh. They haven't really westernized it in those, like real Chinese food. There's no sweet and sour. No. There's no like westernized dishes. Mm -hmm. In fact, I went to one once and they said, this isn't like the Chinese restaurant you know. This, is, this is real Chinese oh, yeah. food. And only Chinese people were in there. No Westerners were in there. I do hate in a restaurant. You feel like everywhere you go has like little plates and it's all a little bit sherry. Mm. Do you think they just do that to rip us off? Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. you need to order loads. Yeah, so loads. Didn't it? You that, see, you need, they're like, oh, we recommend eight dishes yeah. a person. They're like, what are you talking and about? It's twelve ninety five per dish. Yeah. You think that's the main course? And they're like, that's not yeah. a tapas. Yeah. You need five each. <laughs> yeah, but I don't want five. Yeah. How do you feel about that, Angela, as a chef? I don't think they're doing it to rip you off, but I think it, you yeah, it's just that, that sort of small um, plates. I just think it's annoying if you get, because I've got a friend I'll go out to eat and she'll go, I don't want a starter. And I'll order a starter, and then a fork comes towards my starter. And I'm like, if you want a starter, I'll yeah. pay for your starter, but don't eat my food. Yeah. I'm anti all the little sharing stuff. Too much. Or if it's really disgusting, they say, try that. Like, why do I want to try it if it's disgusting? Yeah, they're like, ooh, try this. <laughs> yeah, oh this, is, oh, this is horrible. You give it a try. Is there somewhere where you go that you love to go to, Paul, that you always go back to, that you're like, right, Friday uh, night, 
Friday That's where night, we're going to. Yeah, I go to Waitrose. Yeah. And partners. Yeah, and the partners. Tell us about your relationship with food. Like when you were growing up, was food a big thing in your household? Oh, massive. Yeah, massive. Um, come from a catering background. So mm -hmm. we, we do parties, birthdays, weddings. And uh, we had a shop in Southall, a snack bar. So I'd work at the shop making sandwiches. And yeah, so my dad would open the shop at five, six in the morning. So I come from that background, all different dishes. Did you like making a sandwich? I love... Can't beat a good sandwich, can you? It's very British, isn't sandwich. it? No one makes sandwiches like the Brits, do they? No, I don't think they do. And I love the process of it. But what makes a good sandwich? What's Condiments. your definition of a good sandwich? I have a very well-stocked condiment area. Of sandwiches? <laughs> of sandwiches. <laughs> no, but I like a bit of mustard on it, yeah. maybe a bit of pickles. Uh, who created a sandwich? The Earl of Sandwich. That was his name? Yeah. And he just was like, it's like you invented something called That's the Chowdhury. Yeah. So you making sandwiches in your family business. Yeah. Did you ever think, maybe I'll do this as a career? Well, it takes dedication. I mean, look at this. This is look incredible. This. Oh, bless you. You've got to eat it first. Look how quick that was. That. Thank look you at so that. much. And the presentation. That's, that's the most important thing, presentation. I have tried a few of Angela's recipes and they never look as good at home as when I do. <laughs> And like, I try as I might, they taste good, but they never look as good. That olive oil, looks like you know what you're doing when you've got that in your house, yeah. doesn't it? So we've got this fantastic olio del castello, mm. cold extraction, unfiltered olive oil, which you can get in Waitrose. Mm. And we may, you know, you, I think you like this, didn't you, Paul? It's may great. gift you that yeah, to you go home with you. Yeah, there you nice go. refreshing drink. Then you can send me a picture when you've worked out how to close it, because yeah. none of us <laughs> could. None right? of us know. <laughs> yeah. So what are we eating, Angela? So we've got pappadelli, mm -hmm. fresh pasta with broad beans, crab, olive oil and lots of herbs and lemon. Mm. See, this is very good for you apart from the pasta. Apart from the pasta. <laughs> but you see, great. I'd argue with you if, you, if you eat this morning, noon and night, I agree. But once every now and again, it's not, like well, you're is... gonna be fine. Yeah. Paul, tell us about your new cooking show. We thought maybe today Angela might have the day off and you could take over, Paul. Yeah. Oh yeah. Giorgio Locatelli mm. is an Italian chef and this is his kind of debut on British television. Yeah. And he's the head chef. So basically uh, Poppy, who's an Instagrammer, or like a TikTok chef, and she's done very well. And it's them two who go through a dish and it's like a reality show. So it's yeah. myself, right. Kerry Katona, Sean Ryder, Kim Woodburn, and a bunch of other losers from reality shows. <laughs> So, <laughs> and, and me. So you have to have zero experience in cooking. Right, okay. okay. They show you how to make a dish at the beginning of the episode, and then you have to recreate that dish, yeah. and then there's different tasks, and that's where the comedy ensues, <laughs> <laughs> or the disasters, or the yeah. drama. Disaster, yeah. Yeah. So there's someone kicked out after every show? Every episode, yeah. Wow. And how was he as a teacher? Is he, is he quite... Very strict. Very strict. Right. Mm. Very Italian. Right. Yeah. And do you think you need, Angela, a strict teacher in the kitchen? You need a sense of discipline, I, I mm. would imagine, yeah. Because it's no good him saying, do it this way, and then you decide, actually, I'm going to do it another way. He showed you a certain way for a reason. Yeah. That's probably the way to do it. And did you feel the pressure when you were on it? Or were you like, this is quite funny, Kerry Katona's here. Or were you like, oh, I've got to do it seriously. <laughs> yeah, everyone is kind of competing quite seriously mm -hmm. on this. Yeah. Um, a friend of mine did a film called Boiling Point. Yeah. Uh, Ray mm -hmm. Banthaki was one of the producers. Um, with Stephen Graham. Stephen Graham, yeah. Big it's difference to yeah, the yeah. programme you're doing, yeah. Yeah, yeah, well, that's that's real entertainment, mm. you know. Um, <laughs> that's, uh, 
That's the kind of thing I wanted to do. Yeah. <laughs> so what did you make? Oh, it was pasta. Yeah. I, I know the process you would have gone through in this yeah. and the amount of rolling around. Rolling and yeah. pasta does take a long time yeah, to make. Yeah, of course. And mine just turned into bits and it went yeah. everywhere. And there's a time limit at the end. So right. whatever you finish at that time limit, you have to present <laughs> That's to, it. to Giorgio. And, and uh, how successful were you without giving it away? Drama ensued. Mm-hmm. Is it made you go home and cook? Or I didn't want to look at food again. Oh, it God. was... It, 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 <laughs> I get flashbacks of that show still. <laughs> and it still hasn't been on TV, so... Um, no, no. Well, I'm thinking of leaving the country when it's <laughs> So it went well. I won, do, yeah. Do you, uh, <laughs> did you make any great friends on it? No, none of them talked to me anymore. <laughs> I've been blocked in all their social media accounts. <laughs> Although Kerry Katona was on my podcast. Yeah, how was that? I'm kind of obsessed with Kerry Katona. Well, she tried to get me to join OnlyFans, because mm. she does OnlyFans <laughs> now. So uh, she, don't laugh hysterically. He's got an eight pack. He'd make a killing. <laughs> He'd make a fortune yeah, yeah, on she, it. She, um, but she's made a fortune off that, hasn't she? Yeah. What does she do? OnlyFans. What is that? OnlyFans. Oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. OnlyFans is well, Paul. Why don't you? Yeah, so Phil Angela in. Angela, you're a very attractive young lady. That's very kind. You potentially could start an OnlyFans page. Right. And then I would say, Angela, I'm a big fan of yours. I'd like to send you some money to be subscribing to your channel on right. OnlyFans. And you'd send me some pictures. Oh, it's yeah. that sort of website. <laughs> yeah. Wow, she does that, does yeah, she? Yeah, and you make a fortune off it. Oh She's become a millionaire. God. A millionaire from Seriously? it. Seriously? You could do a chef one. Oh, no. <laughs> called Only Flans. It's <laughs> 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 just your fans. And you're like, and everyone's like, oh, good. Tenor <laughs> for that. You could. Hey, she wanted you to be on that. Well, I'd just start my own page, yeah, because yes, then right. she re- she recommended uh, Katie Price. Right. And then it was that was a new story when we were filming, yeah. and then Katie Price joined, but didn't use her referral code, right. where oh. she gets 5% or something. So she wanted me to do it, and then she can get 5%. Oh, yeah, like Uber. <laughs> You've got an eight-pack. Get it out for money. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I might as well. The way things are going, though, I'm, yeah. it's going yeah. then. <laughs> Once this program's yeah. out, you may have no one that ever yeah. asked you to perform again. It's, it's, yeah. getting, it's getting difficult. It, it may be the one. It's a tough world out there. <laughs> Let's talk comedy. I think one of the scariest jobs out there. How did you make that dream come true? I didn't know I could turn this into a career. I just thought I want to try it, to get on stage, see what happens. Mm. And what made, what do you think it was that made you want to do that? Because it's like, such a scary job, I think. Yeah. And I grew up to a lot of British comedy. Mm. It was a family thing back then, wasn't it? Right, and The yeah. families would sit down and watch. You'd all watch yeah. show together, Sit a black, yeah. blind date. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Saturday night entertainment, yeah, yeah exactly. And I wanted yeah. to become a real family-friendly comedian. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and now... So what changed? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, actually, my tour is now called Family Friendly Comedian. So you were doing the clubs, doing the rounds. Yeah. And then sell out Wembley. Well, it it took a bit more time. (laughs) How was it doing Wembley? I did Wembley on the last tour. And the last time I'd been there, when I was a student, I went to de-rig a stage and it was the Mariah Carey concert. Oh, wow. So I was told to take Mariah Carey's bags to the car and de-rig the stage until seven in the morning and take all the stuff down. And then literally within... You know, it did took a few years, but then I ended up selling out the room I was de-rigging for. Yeah. Oh, wow. The, to think that somebody like working class like me 
working for three pounds an hour doing security could achieve that yeah. if you work hard enough. And um, was it weird when Mariah derigged your stake? You then <laughs> yeah. take my mic to the car. That's all I had was one Just microphone. One mic. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And how about now? You're like well into it. Do you still get nervous when you go on stage? Do you mm. still even get the you know the the worry of performing in front of a crowd or being on a stage? Yeah, you always kind of you need a bit of that kick. I get proper scared doing anything on stage ever, even if it's like DJing or hosting something or speaking at a wedding. Always. Yeah, we're all quite yeah. reclusive characters. We're very shy. Yeah. One of our friends the other day had a barbecue and a mutual friend of ours came around and he's a magician and then everyone made like constant magician jokes yeah. like, why did he have to ring the doorbell if he's a magician? <laughs> and he's like, yep. Do you get people being like, Tell us a joke then. Yeah. Like, jokes aren't really a thing. It's like a routine. Yeah. I've got one joke, which is 20 minutes. So let's just do that bit. Yeah. And then just staring at you because it's, yeah. it's almost a conversation. And what about hecklers? Yeah, you get a lot of them. You get a lot of hecklers. Mm. Is that still a thing? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's weird because in America it's not a thing. But in England it's... Uh, the audience think they're funnier than the comics on stage. Yeah. Mm. Especially up north. Right. You go up to Manchester. Yeah. New, yeah, my yeah Newcastle, Sorry, Liverpool, yeah. Leeds. Yeah. The people really get involved. Right. What sort of heckles are we getting? Are people oh. getting serious? Like, want to get on there and have a fight? Yeah, you get that sometimes if you really t destroy them. <laughs> I think trying to heckle a stand-up comedian whose job it is, mm. is being funny, is... Pretty stupid. Pretty stupid, isn't it? Well, it's, you've paid to see my show, but yeah. then also they get very excited, so they want to talk to you. Yeah, they think course, it's a, yeah. like a private conversation. But which do you prefer, the, like a big Wembley, or do you like the small, smaller old school clubs? Uh, yeah, I do like the clubs. Yeah. I, I, that's where I kind of prepare the shows. I do like doing the the small intimate crowds and yeah, that's where sure. you can just hone the material and then you take it onto the bigger rooms, two, 3,000 seaters, 10,000, yeah. And do you go out and watch comedy yourself? Yeah, sometimes. Yeah. I have been kicked out of shows. Actually. Have you? Yeah. Well, I went to see one comic mm -hmm. and he saw me in, waiting to watch the show and he came up to me and he said, I can't have you here. And what was his reason? Why? He thinks he's got a paranoia that comics nick his material. So he said, all, all comedians are thieving so-and-sos. So he kicked you out, said he thought <laughs> yeah, you were going to steal his material. Yeah, he kicked me out and my friend was there, so he had to come with me, so he, he lost his <laughs> oh, <sorry. laughs> I managed to go back, I think, to another yeah. show where he didn't see me. So as well as your stand-up, you, of course, mm. do the acting mm. as well. Tell us all about Devils. It's a banking crisis drama. So I filmed that in Rome for six months. How was that? Terrible. Really? <laughs> it was terrible. Uh, <laughs> why did, why did she not like Rome? It's just, it's all ruins out there. Coliseum. Ne needs a lick of yeah, paint. They still haven't demolished that place. <laughs> <laughs> so old. Yeah. Put a waitrose there. Yeah, come on. Yes. But you didn't like it at all. What about like the food? Yeah, the food is great, actually. They do know how to make a good tiramisu, which I also made on the uh, very nice. celebrity cooking school. Uh -huh. How did Giorgio like your tiramisu? Yeah, actually, that, that went down very well. There was a bit of controversy with that because one of the contestants stole my tiramisu and tried to submit it as his tiramisu. Outrageous. Yeah. I hope you sufficiently braced Oh, yeah, he, he, yeah, I destroyed him, but I think they might cut that bit out. Because <laughs> <laughs> he got quite upset for what I said. <laughs> when can we see your tour and where can we see it, Paul? I'm back on tour in October. I'm back in London at the Hackney Empire. Cool, then, up the road. Uh, yeah, I, like so you, I think Giorgio's coming down to that one. Is he? I'm going to have a booth, at the, you know one of those, yeah. via, like a royal booth, I'm going to have the chef's booth. Oh, right. Oh, so can I sit in there with Giorgio? You then? and Giorgio, Giorgio and Poppy oh, and, yeah, nice, and yeah. we get Gordon Ramsay yeah. and uh, Fred. Fred Sirex. Get a hob in there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
get it going. No microwave. No, no, no microwave. No. Chefs hate microwaves. Yeah. They do. Allegedly. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Um, Paul, good luck with the tour. Yes. Thank you so much for coming to join us today. Oh, it's been an honour and the food has been incredible. Paul Chowdhury, everybody. <laughs> Thanks, Paul. Thanks a lot, All the recipes and drinks can be found on the Waitrose website at waitrose.com slash dish recipes. Follow Dish from Waitrose wherever you get your podcasts. Tell your friends, tell your family, and why not leave us a review on Spotify and Apple Podcasts? We can't all have a Michelin star chef in the kitchen, but you can get some Michelin star advice. Email your questions for Angela to dish at waitrose.co.uk.